In today's show, we've got news about Florida resident discounts, new Halloween experiences, Walt Disney World holidays, sort of, start November 6th, trivia, headline news, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. As you can uh, can probably hear, and if you're watching live, you can probably see that I am not at the Disney Beach Club. Uh, and there's no kid screaming bloody friggin' murder in my, uh, I didn't even bother listening to that show. Uh, it wasn't bad, man. I got yeah. a lot of it out, yeah. but, uh, you know, um, there's that one little kid that was just like screaming in the hallway mm-hmm. and, uh, the sound travels there much better than you would think. Yeah. But, uh, once we got into the, uh, to the lounge area for the main show, it was much better. Mm. But, uh, Hey guys, thanks for putting up with me being there last week. And Tony let me go out and play with my friends and we had a great time there. And, uh, if you wanted to check out, uh, a review of that, we've got that shameless plug over at, uh, com. You can check that out there, but, uh, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Yeah, good. Hanging in there, living the COVID dream. <laughs> We're all just living the COVID dream, living the COVID dream. Waiting for the election to be over so we can get rid of all this COVID and go back to living a somewhat normal life. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the fantasy. That'll be fine. <laughs> that, that's the fantasy. Uh, hey, before we get too deep into it, uh, you still there, T? Yeah. I lost you. Oh. I don't know what's going on. You went black. Uh, hey, as long as it's still there. I'm here. Uh, before we get too far into the show, I want to uh, definitely do a shout out to our good buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, whether you're planning a family vacation or a destination wedding or a cruise uh, or any type of European or Asian adventure, whatever travel you're wanting to do, probably after the first of the year, you definitely want to go check out our friends at Destinations to Travel. You can get in touch with them by going to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for destinations to travel. And here's the thing. It doesn't cost you a dime. And uh, they are amazing at what they do. They'll let you plan as much as you want to plan, but they're always there to help you save time, energy, and frustration. So go check them out at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for destinations to travel. What'd you do this weekend, Disney? Anything? Nope, not a damn thing. Really? <laughs> yeah. No Disney Plus. No, no. Well, it's really not anything yeah. on Disney Plus. Yeah, right I now. tried. I uh, um, did I watch anything on Disney Plus? I don't think I did. Uh, I did binge Cobra Kai again on Netflix now. Oh, my They're wife moving. just got through that. Is that yeah. great? I can't wait for season three. The thing about Cobra Kai that I'm wondering about, and, and I have not watched nearly as much as my wife has. Mm. I've I, seen it twice I, now. I know that I know that it's the story. Yeah. But all all Daniel would have to do is just say, you know, Johnny, I hated you when I was a kid. You you, you messed me up. 
Uh, I have bad dreams about it, but you know what? I'm going to be the bigger man. I forgive you. Would you be willing to forgive me? Let's let bygones be bygones. And yeah. then just live their lives. Yeah, they try that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work? All doesn't right. Work. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not the way television works, John. That is not the way television works. <laughs> I am uh, I'm yeah. excited because the uh, boys Did you do anything uh, Disney this weekend? Nothing? We, uh, we did, actually. I, can I share this? Yeah, I can share this. We have uh, we have a little cadre of people in our neighborhood. So the way our neighborhood works is uh, it's one long street, and imagine two or three half circles is the rest of the neighborhood. Then we have one long street where we have half the street is connected to the neighborhood. There's a little little belt of greenway where there's basically swamp on either side, and then there's like a big cul-de-sac in the back. We live next to the neighborhood, but there's like – 15 or 20 houses right there. And our little group of people kind of formed a bond as this COVID thing started. So we started our own little Facebook thing to keep up with everybody. We call ourselves the Basswood Buddies, right? Well, there's several Disney cast members who are part of this. And one of them is a good friend with a Disney artist. Oh. And we have had a few things happen <laughs> in our short-lived neighborhood that involve uh, raccoons uh, uh, alligators and, uh, otters. Hmm. So we were kicking around the idea. And one of our, one of my neighbors asked a, a friend who's a Disney artist to create a logo for our neighborhood. And they unveiled it this weekend and it's friggin awesome. Wow. So here we are, uh, a bunch of people who have uh, a little neighborhood, Facebook little click within the neighborhood. Right. You have a Disney artist creating a logo for that group and it's great. And we're going to get a, we're going to get a lithographs made. Oh, wow. So everybody in the neighborhood is going to have that. And then everybody that moves in is going to get one. Right. right. So that's about the only Disney thing that I did this weekend. Yeah. I, I worked and I, uh, I tried to get as much sleep as I could and football kicked in. So, yeah. We, uh, I was part of the Disney Anna, a local chapter of the Disney Anna fan club. Highly recommend you join it, uh, when the COVID thing's over. Cause right now they're not having any meetings, obviously. No virtual uh, meetings? Uh, no, which is weird, but they're not just not, it's not conducive to virtual. Yeah. Um, anyway, one of the, being that this chapter is right here in Disney's backyard, yeah. uh, we had uh, Alex Mayer, who's also a Disney artist. He uh, was in the chapter, and he used to make a lot of art for the chapter. Uh, there was a uh, an event we had with uh, the the Sherman Brothers and Juliana Hansen, and he made a whole bunch of Mary Poppins uh, mm. wooden cutout stuff. And then everybody nice. was like, well, how do I get that? Are we, are we auctioning that off now? So not at that meeting, but then the several meetings down the road. Uh, right. We auctioned uh, those things off. Um, so, yeah, nice. very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's fun yeah. to have a, uh, a Disney artist in your group in your backyard. Right. Literally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure that if everything was as, you know, normal, they yeah. probably wouldn't have time for it. But this guy knocked us out. It was awesome. Yeah. So. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right. You want to go ahead and uh, do the thing? I'm ready. All right, say it with us, everybody. There's nothing we could do but get into the, the news. news. 
And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, boys and girls. Hey, did you hear there's a Florida resident rate? Uh, because now Florida residents can enjoy special offers, discounts, and seasonal magic at Walt Disney World. Uh, Florida residents looking forward to visiting Walt Disney World can fall in love <laughs> with some special offers to save on magical seasonal experiences at Magic Kingdom Park, Epcot, and other places. Literally. Only name two parks. Right. Uh, first, with a Florida resident Disney Magic Flex ticket, <gasps> guests can visit two, three, or four days, depending on tickets purchased, uh, at one Walt Disney World theme park per day. Uh, Florida residents can also enjoy a two-day Florida resident Disney Flex ticket <gasps> for just $130 plus tax. A two-day Florida resident Magic Flex ticket must be used by September 30th, 2020, and reservations are limited and subject to availability. So if you're going to get one, get one, because you only got two weeks left to use it. Uh, Disney's also thrilled to share that for a limited time, Florida residents will be able to receive a 20% discount on select merchandise at Walt Disney World Resort-owned and operated locations. The special new discount runs Mondays through Thursdays, September 15th through October 29th, 2020, proof of residency required, uh, which they didn't say that on the other one. So I wonder if they're, mm. I'm sure they are, but, you know, and Florida residents can stay in the middle of the magic with a special Florida resident hotel offer. Residents can save up to 35% on rooms at select Disney resort hotels for stays most nights through December 25th. And trust me, with all the hacking they've done on the uh, Christmas stuff this year, you might have a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Uh, as a reminder, Disney's continuing to operate with new protocols in place to promote health and well-being of guests and cast members alike. To manage attendance during this time, Disney's using the Disney Park Pass system. All guests with a ticket or annual pass are required to make a reservation in advance for each park entry. You can learn more about going to DisneyWorld.com slash updates. When visiting, Florida residents can enjoy their bewitching fall surprises across the resort, including the Magic Kingdom Park, from September 15th uh, to October 31st. Uh, Main Street USA will be dressed in fall decor and other seasonal offerings like a Halloween-themed character cavalcade <laughs> with Mickey, Pluto, and pals. No parade for you, boys and girls. And for the first time in forever, guests of all ages will be able to wear their funnest, Disneyest, mostest, creativest costumes during Magic Kingdom Park regular operating hour. As long but as it remember, doesn't cover your face. You can't cover your entire face, and you got to have a mask on no matter what. You might as well do some kind of costume that has a mask. Yes. <laughs> and incorporate but, that into your costume. But it can only be the lower part of the mask. Yeah, whatever, you know. <clears throat> or you could go with the Lone Ranger and say, hey, you need to be wearing a mask. You're like, I am wearing a mask. Can yeah. you see? It's a mask. <laughs> it's a mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not what we mean, John. No, I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> I can wear two masks if you want. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't fake guns. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. I got a bag of weed in the stroller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With my two guns. And my kid. Oh and my, my kid. God. 
that story. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it is. I'd like to know what happened at that trial. Anyway, uh, special Halloween entertainment experiences are coming to uh, Walt Disney World theme parks this fall. Uh, recently, they uh, we told you about some fun fall coming September 15th. With It's tomorrow, if you're listening now. If you're not, then it probably when passed. Is, <laughs> when is now, then? Right. Then Soon. is now. Uh, so, uh, so throughout the day, a special Halloween cavalcade will pop up on the parade route and head down Main Street. I don't think this has got a time schedule. It literally is a kind of pop-up kind of thing. Uh, obviously, they have a time schedule. They're just not sharing it. No, they're not. So you could come across Mickey Mouse and his pals all dressed up for the occasion in the beautiful Halloween ah. costumes. <laughs> we did there. Yep. And from the pictures I saw, I think these are different than their normal, what they've had in the past. So these may be new costumes. Mm. Uh, this will happen on select days. You may even encounter a cavalcade of Disney villains from Gaston and Maleficent to the Queen of Hearts to Jafar creeping down the path or a nightmarish procession featuring the Pumpkin King himself, Jack Skellington. Mm. As another special treat uh, for the Halloween season, uh, Disney is thrilled and chilled (laughs) to welcome the iconic Dapper Dance back to the Magic Kingdom beginning September 20th, performing as their undead alter egos. The Cadaver Dance. The Cadaver Dance are back. I'm glad they're bringing them back. I oh, I, yeah, I, I love awesome. the cadaver dance. I think that's a great Halloween thing if you can catch it. Uh, also, Minnie Mouse outside Hollywood and Vine, uh, Walt Disney World. The Halloween spirit is uh up. Oh, never mind. Uh, the Halloween spirit is also in the air over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, where you can get Minnie's Halloween dine. It's set to return to Hollywood and Vine. Uh, this is beginning September twenty fifth. Uh, this is a monster feast uh, will be served to your table and your favorite Disney friends will make special appearances in the restaurant. You can wave to them, not touch them. You can wave. <laughs> no touchy. No touchy. No touchy to mouse. You can wave to your friends, grab photos from afar. <laughs> uh, and Minnie uh, will be dressed as a happy witch. Goofy is coming as a spooky cowboy. Mm. There's nothing scarier than Goofy as a cowboy. Uh, and Mickey Mouse as a vampire. All right, that sounds cute. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's it. Uh, that is going to be uh, sort of family style. That is not going to be a buffet. So don't be digging on a buffet. If that's what you're Don't be hating. Yeah, don't be hating on the buffet. It's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah. Gone bye-bye. Welcome bye-bye. Uh, you're going to be able to soon craft your own lightsaber again inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. The Force will soon be flowing once again inside Savvy's Workshop, hand-built lightsabers that's located inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Disney's Florida. Uh, beginning September 20th, the Gatherers will gatherer, gather... Cast members will invite you into this mysterious shop in Black Spire Outpost to train you in the ways of constructing a lightsaber. You take slot A and put it into fold B and twist. 
Just saying. Pretty much. Uh, Savvy's workshop is packed with unusual parts. Kinky. And whimsical pieces. Sorry, that came out. Sorry about that. Uh, and whimsical pieces collected from the far reaches of the galaxy, or China, uh, under the mysterious gatherer's guidance, you can construct a one-of-a-kind lightsaber and bring it to life through the power of a kyber crystal. Uh, you could build your lightsaber along one of the following themes. Peace and justice. You can utilize savage scraps of fallen Jedi temples and crash starships in Republic-era lightsaber designs that honor the galaxy's former guardians of the galaxy. Power and control, originally forged by warriors from the dark side, objects used in this lightsaber style are rumored remnants from the Sith homeworld and abandoned temples, or elemental nature. You could craft a lightsaber from special components born from the Force, such as uh, bilark trees, uh, cardison whalebone, or rancor teeth, or Groot. Uh, protection and defense, you can incorporate kilt materials bearing mysterious motifs and inscriptions that reconnect a lightsaber's wielder with the ancient wellspring of the Force. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who may have visited the shop in the past, you'll notice that the experience will be slightly adjusted. Oh, terrific. Uh, for, for instance, capacity will be even more reduced uh, to allow for physical distancing between guests in accordance with the guide park's guidelines during its phased reopening. Uh, advanced reservations are highly recommended uh, for Savvy's Workshop, which will open on September 16th. Via DisneyWorld.com or the My Disney Experience mobile app, you can also stop by the shop to check for walk-up availability on the day of your visit, which I'll go ahead and tell you probably is not going to be there. Uh, you must have a valid Disney Park Pass reservation for Disney's Hollywood Studios prior to making a reservation for Savvy's Workshop. This was, this was booked 180 days when there was no COVID. And now that it's limited capacity and you can barely get a park pass, good luck trying to get one of these. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, because it's primarily locals that are going to the parks. Maybe we all have one and we don't need another. The stars might align. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. But you could go online and, and buy a lightsaber for 200 bucks, and it's just as nice. Yeah, you could do that. Just throwing that out there, kids. You do it. It's a thought. It's a thought. It's a thought. All right. So uh, here at Disney World, uh, holidays are now starting November sixth, and uh, we're going to give you a rundown of the holiday things that will be happening. So if you are coming for the Christmas season, uh, this is what is going down. It's going down. Mm, going down. Or what's not going down? Should, should oh. we say? <laughs> All right, so uh, building off their recent experiences of operating in a new environment, uh, they have reimagined the holidays, which will, of course, apply uh, their current health and safety, yada, yada, yada. So let's get to the fun part here. All right, so the holidays are now going from November 6th to December 30th. So that is a little bit shorter. Normally went to like January 6th, so they're trimming back just a little bit. Uh, they will be able, and also they started like, November 1st, now they cut five days out, uh, mm -hmm. probably for social distancing installation of things, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. Mm -hmm. uh, 
You can enjoy festive decor-themed um, uh, merchandise, seasonal food and beverage, offerings and entertainment across all of Walt Disney World uh, Resort. Holiday Magic will be in full force in four theme parks, and Disney Springs and Santa Claus will make a special pop-up appearance at each location, waving. <laughs> no sitting on Santa's lap. He don't want the COVID. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> you with the yeah. mask on. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> In the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho to you. Uh, guests will be delighted by the slight of the festive uh, floaters at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So they are doing something. They're not doing the uh, puppet things. I think they're doing something in the river. The Holiday Promenade at Epcot and Merry Motorcades at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, Character Cavalcades at Magic Kingdom Park will take on a special holiday twist with Christmas friends on festive floats in their holiday finest. Gingerbread men? Check. Elves? Check. Check. Reindeer? Check. Check. And the personal favorite, the toy soldiers. That is everybody's. Oh, that yeah. is everybody's personal favorite. I bet they won't be playing trumpets this year. No, not without masks on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll join the Main Street Philharmonic as they march through the Magic Kingdom Park bringing a musical holiday cheer for all to hear. Now, when the night falls, uh, special projection effects will give a festive look to the Cinderella Castle this year. So they are doing not light lights, but lights, uh, providing a colorful backdrop to our guests' photo. Uh, the appearance of the iconic castle will be transformed with a rotating series of designs, including a whimsical Christmas sweater, and a regal overlay of red and green gold ornamentation. Somebody mm. said if they if they're going to project the sweater, are they going to sell that sweater or sweater T-shirt so that you can get that and then stand in front of the castle and take your selfie with the castle and you in the same sweater? Nice. And if you're listening, Disney, that's free. Go ahead, make the shirt. You know you want Go to. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know you want to. No. If you don't, awesome. if you don't, I will. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm down. Now, this will be in place of the castle dream lights. So no twinkling little icicles on said castle, which is sad, but it's not going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Other holiday experiences that draw big crowds will be on hiatus this year, such as Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Candlelight Processional over at Epcot. We know these experiences are cher- cherished parts of the holiday tradition that will be missed by guests and cast members alike, but they're glad to bring holiday magic in other creative ways. Mm. So, of course, the holidays wouldn't be complete without enjoying a meal among friends and family, and Minnie Mouse is again, uh, she's an endless cook, I guess, is hosting a utile gathering for all her friends over at where? Hollywood and Vine. Of course, yes, yes, yeah. With who? Santa Goofy and 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 Minnie and Mouse friends. and more, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. will start also on November sixth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. down over at Disney Springs, guests will discover Christmas around every corner as they come across a collection of elaborately elaborately decorated Disney Christmas trees spread throughout the retail and dining entertainment destination. 
So I guess they're not keeping them all in one area this year. They're going to spread them out so there's no yeah. gathering of people. Yeah, that was a problem last year. It was packed. Yeah. Uh, in the evening, guests visiting uh, Disney Springs within the town center, west side in the landing, will encounter a magical snowfall. So they're going to make it snow at Disney Springs this year. Sweet. I say bring back the drones. I think this is a perfect time for drones. If not now, when? If it's not us, who? Yeah. If not here, where? Bring the drones. Um, all right, so Jacques Lindsay's will once again be turning his hangar bar into Jacques Lindsay Holiday Bar, uh, complete with delightful holiday decor and delicious limited-time uh, menu filled with festive favorites. Mm. Uh, over at the Disney Resorts, they will be decked out for the holidays with their lobbies featuring their iconic trees and other festive flourishes. One thing to keep in mind that uh, their gingerbread displays will not return to any hotel this year. If you're looking for the gingerbread, he's gone. No, no gingerbread for you. Yep. So that is gone. Uh, starting a bit later in the season, on November 27th, they will celebrate the holiday highlights from Epcot's International Festival of the Holidays with Holiday Kitchens, and they will return around World Showcase Promenade with favorites like an American Holiday Table featuring the slow-roasted turkey with stuffing and uh, Bavarian Holiday Kitchen with dishes like uh, cheese fondue and a bread bowl. Guests will also be invited to step inside World Showplace to enjoy mm. a returning group, Joyful, who will present a, now. I, 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 that Joyful, who will present a journey through R and B, gospel, contemporary, and traditional Christmas and holiday music. Also, the Voices of Liberty will bring their incre incredible eight-part harmonies to the American Gardens Theater stage for a special concert of favorite carols and songs and seasons. There are plenty more details about the festive to come, so stay tuned. Uh, they'd also like us to know about they're creating new holiday traditions with your guests and your families uh, as you come to Disney World. So I think it's pretty good, but why in Sh World Showplace and the American Garden Theater are they having people singing but not candlelight processional i, I uh, think it's just aren't, the, amount aren't they, of they the same thing singing yeah but i think it's the amount of people it's a mm. massive amount of people that would okay. go to the candlelight all right all right yeah all right uh, well if you're if you're a fan of uh of disney classics music that kind of thing and who isn't if you're listening to this show you're probably a big fan uh, we've got some amazing news. You, you've probably been hearing us talking about it. Uh, and, and I have been, uh, I found myself listening to it during the day. It kind of calms me down. Uh, but I've been listening to the Disney hits playlist on Spotify. Uh, I listen to Spotify almost virtually all day long. If I'm not listening to Spotify, I'm usually listening to, uh, uh, Amazon, because my wife sometimes needs to use Spotify for her business. But uh, all you have to do, if you would like to listen to the Disney Hits playlist, is say device name, because she's right here and I don't want to offend her. 
play Disney hits or you can stream Disney hits on your favorite music service and you can let the magic of Disney music fill your house and bring a smile to your face. You can listen to it in your car when you're driving and keep the kids busy. You can have a little family sing along as you're driving down the road. There's, there's no end to the fun that you could have. Seriously. Uh, have you been listening to it more and more? Yeah, I've been using it in my car. Like I was driving up to North Carolina. I was yeah. Playing the, uh, yeah, it saved me from creating a playlist. I just pulled it up on my Alexa. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't yeah. Want it's, any uh, of my devices to go off. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. There is, there are some songs that it was, that it was pulling up on the list that I, you know, I hadn't heard in forever. Yeah. I mean, there's some uh, classics on this Sherman Brothers stuff on there. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, you know, a lot of classic movie things on there. There's Toy Story, which I enjoyed. Yep. So there's a good mix of, you know, uh, new stuff, old stuff, yep. and uh, contemporary. So, yeah. So, uh, Disney Hits playlist is available on all music streaming services. It's a great list to play when you're uh, bebopping around the house or driving or. Uh, hey, maybe you're driving to Disney. So Cleaning, it cooking. That's right. Uh, go to the Disney Hits playlist on your favorite streaming service. And uh, hey, you know, think of us while you're listening to your uh, Disney Hits playlist. A boring company Zoom meeting. <laughs> I have to be careful of that because my audio will go through. And, oh. that's, you know. what, that's what headphones are for. <laughs> that is true. Have, have two different kinds. Have this with the ear pod in and then nobody yes. can see it. Yeah, what are you listening boss, to? I'm listening to this way, wonderful meeting. <laughs> my boss is way smarter than that, but thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. Hey, John, last week we had a trivia question, and we got a lot of answers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot. A lot of people were able to Google this correctly. I'm Good proud of you all. Them. Good, Good job. You. Good and job. The question was, what is Flynn Rider's real name entangled? And the answer was surprising to me. His real name is Eugene Fitzbert. Mm-hmm. And uh, Charlotte, you are the winner, and it will be going in the mail this week. And that is great. All right, so this week I'm taking a different approach at uh, trivia. Uh-huh. I am going to give you a quote, and you're going to tell me who said it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we're going to a different angle now. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who said... The past can hurt, but the only way I can see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. Mm-hmm. Once again, the past can hurt. Yep. But the only way I see it is you can either run from it or learn from it. Who said that quote? Mm. Send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and I hear people sending the email already. That's right. <laughs> uh, hey, Disney CFO, uh, Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy shared theme park construction priorities. Oh, boy. God help us all. Uh, the Walt Disney Company Chief Financial uh, Officer Christine McCarthy spoke during a Bank of America virtual meetings, a uh, virtual media communications and entertainment conference where she shared she share, she shares she shares by the she sure yeah easy for me to say she shared details on not only the company's businesses but the effect that the covid-19 pandemic has had on some of the construction product projects oh boy oh god 
she mentioned that the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort Hotel that was originally set to open uh, 2021 remains a priority, although there has been no mention of whether or not the opening timeline has changed. Nice. Could happen. It's going to happen. Don't know when. Uh, McCarthy also stated, we're not going to be opening up things if we don't have sufficient demand. So Disney expects to open slightly more than 50% of its resorts by the end of September. Avengers Campus, as well as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Disneyland Resort, were also highlighted as priorities for the company. I would think getting Disneyland open would be the priority, but that's just me. Uh, there's no you would think in order to open the other things within the park, you would have to right. open the park first. Hey, we Call opened me. Avengers Campus. Oh, wait, you can't get to it. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> Call me crazy. That's just how my mind works. Uh, there's no mention of the Splash Mountain refurbishment or the Epcot overhaul. Disney previously uh, commented on the future of Epcot, stating that the redo of Future World is being reevaluated. I would love for them to reevaluate the future of Splash Mountain. Uh, the Festival Center Pavilion that was originally going to be part of World Celebration is not happening in the capacity that it was originally intended. What a shock. Uh, Disney has also confirmed that the Spaceship Earth and Mary Poppins features are both on hold as they were removed from the Epcot Experience show. Now, here's the thing. If you followed along during the crazy new Fantasyland, mm -hmm. you knew that there were a lot of things that started on the table that did not end on the table. Mm -hmm. These things happen. Yeah. I don't I don't get too worked up over any of it. Although I was really looking forward to the Mary Poppins thing. Mm. Uh, but uh, hey, we were I, yeah, but we were looking for an E ticket Mary Poppins attraction, yeah. not an A ticket walk through character meet and greet we were looking yeah. for the real cool thing yeah um, i think we're gonna get a like a walkthrough yeah we it yeah it depends on how much uh of that area they're willing to give up mm. that's the question yeah. yeah you know are they gonna shoehorn something in or are they willing to demo a little bit more to give us a, a really good e-ticket attraction right absolutely uh yeah the 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 festival building I heard is going to be from three floors down to one, is what I've heard. Wow! From a three story building down to one, so wow. I guess they could add other floors on there later if they build the foundation correctly. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh wait, demand is back. All right, let's add the other two floors on now. That's a, every five years there'll be a new floor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, It'll guess what's coming? Floor number two of the festival building. <laughs> hey, guess you... what's coming? Floor number three of the festival building. You remember like how Kiss used to come to the stage? You wanted the best. You've got the. You wanted a second floor. You've got a second floor. We're, we're expanding Epcot. We're adding another floor in the festival we're building. We're moving up. <laughs> All right, so Disneyland Resort is confirming that the addition of the limited indoor dining at Downtown Disney, at, uh, their restaurants, uh, with the Orange County COVID, this is Orange County, California, not the Orange County, yeah. Florida, 
uh, COVID testing numbers improving and the county moving to a less restrictive tier on the California tracking website, the Disneyland Resort has updated their website to confirm that limited indoor dining uh, will now be available at downtown Disney restaurants. Mm. Per California guidelines, indoor seating is limited to 25% of normal capacity and outdoor patio seating will continue to be offered. So you got now 25% indoors and whatever they were you know, doing outdoors. All tables are at least six feet apart and a digital or single-use menu uh, will be offered at many locations. Keep in mind that most restaurants in downtown Disney are owned and operated by outside companies, uh, pretty much like they are here. Mm. So timing could vary on when and if indoor seating is available. Currently, the following locations are open. Uh, Asian Street Eats, Ballast Point Brewery, Black Tap, Earl a Sandwich, Earl a Sandwich, uh, Jamba, La Brea Bakery, uh, Naples Restatoria, uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen and Kitchen Express, Salt and Straw, Starbucks, both locations. Uh, it's amazing that they have two locations in that small area. <laughs> uh, Tortilla Joe's, Uva Bar and Cafe, and Wetzel's Pretzels. Uh, Catalia, Splitsville, Sprinkles, Napolini, which is the small uh, quick service, Tortellina Joe's, and La Brea uh, Breakery Express are not open as of yet. Nice. So, well, you know. You, we'll you win there. some, you lose some, and, uh, you know, they're on their way. Yep. Uh, hey, guys, we've been telling you that uh, Disney Springs is an amazing place, and it's worthy of your time and investment. And there's so many restaurants down there that we love. Uh, but now we have some proof. Uh, several Disney Springs restaurants have won Orlando Magazine Dining Awards. Would you like to hear what they are? Yes. Great. Because I'm going to tell you. Uh, Orlando Magazine recently announced the 2020 Dining Awards at several Disney Springs locations. Uh, our winners, the first one I just can't get. I, I just can't. Uh, Haleo. No, no, no. The critic. If it was Enzo's. Yeah, I then I'd have be, some serious problems. Yeah, I'd probably be pissed off too. Haleo won for the critics' pick for best restaurant. When I, I guess when food and service-wise, I think yes. Pricing, not so much. Food and service-wise, absolutely. Serving size, on the other hand, and price. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, these guys got to go and eat for free for a long time. Sure, they like, were oh, on the uh, amazing. Yeah, they were on a company credit card. Yeah. Haleo comes from the mind of culinary giant Jose Andreas and features an incredibly impressive lunch and dinner menu that is showcasing the rich regional diversity and traditions and uh, contemporary influences from Spanish cuisine. Raglan Road, oldie but a goodie, receives multiple Reader's Choice Awards. Guests can discover the life and soul of the Emerald Isle while award winning with award-winning cuisine. Uh, this what you used to have live Irish music and dance. Mm. Uh, here's a list of the Reader's Choice Awards for Raglan Road. Some second of these place, I'm shocked. Yeah, second place for best restaurant. Weird. Third place for best beer selection. Wrong. Second place for best brunch. What? What? I didn't even know they had brunch. <laughs> second place for best family-friendly restaurant. Too loud. Nope. Second place for family-friendly restaurant, you're surrounded by Disney. 
and Universal. That means that Rainforest and T-Rex lost. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe one of them came no. in first. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is for Atlanta, Orlando. I, I know. This is not just Disney Springs. Yeah. This is all of Orlando. Yeah. Uh, Rackland Road won third place for best late night dining. First place for best live entertainment. What? Second place for best outdoor dining. Second place for best service. Now, come on. I'm so sorry. The Polite Pig came in second I should have voted more. Yeah. Vote early. <laughs> vote often. I didn't. The, the Polite Pig came in second place for the Reader's Choice Award for best ribs. Okay. The Polite Pig offers modern barbecue and features Florida-inspired cuisine. Chef Art Smith took third place in the Reader's Choice Award for best southern. There are How two other southern? southern places that are better I, than Art's? I can't believe that. I, I'm going to have to go find this complete list. Yeah. Wine Bar George took second place in the Reader's Choice for Best Wine Bar. Well, who in the hell took first place? That's what I want to know. Wine Bar Sam. That's right. Uh, wine Bar George also took third place for the Reader's Choice Award for Best Wine List. I would love to see the wine. Well, I mean, I, I have been to some other restaurants that have much larger wine lists. So. It's burnt steakhouse with 750,000 bottles. Yeah, but this is Orlando. I know. I'm just saying. I can't believe that Wolfgang's was left off this list. I know. And you know what really burns me? Chicken guy. was. <laughs> or, wait, hold on. There's no Ravella and there's no Kappa. I know, right? That's an injustice. They that have to be on this list somewhere. There's got to be another list. That That's an injustice. I'm going to go look this up. Go yeah, ahead. You go look up the list. Get us the real information. All right. So uh, Disney uh, lowers the price of Cinderella's loyal, a royal table due to lack of characters or lack of character. Uh, the landmark Disney dining location is reopening soon. Cinderella's Royal Table is going to open on September 24th at the Magic Kingdom. So those planning an upcoming visit are able to dine inside Cinderella's uh, Castle soon. However, there will be some modifications when the uh, restaurant experience returns. The Disney princesses are taking a break and won't be available to meet. So Disney is lowering the cost of the meals for guests. Now, why... Are there no I mean, they're doing it anywhere else with the waving from stationary places with the mm -hmm. picture from a distance. Why not? I guess it's too small or too crowded. I don't know. Uh, the new cost is only now $62 for an adult. I think it was 74 so it's almost 10 bucks off. Uh, and then 37 for children to dine at Cinderella's lower table. Uh, meeting the Disney princesses is a highlight for many Disney fans, but being able to eat inside Disney's Cinderella Castle is an appealing factor. This restaurant offers a great view of Fantasyland, which makes the dining experience even more magical for guests. Even though the Disney characters are taking a temporary break, the restaurant is still family-style and a favorite at the Magic Kingdom. Mm. The restaurant is offering limited menus uh, due to the COVID restrictions. Cinderella's World Table is only offering lunch and dinner for the short term as well. So no breakfast. And there you go. So if you've eaten there, let us know. If you're going back, let us know. I'd be interested to see what's uh, making you go with no princesses in sight. Yeah. 
So how did oh we? Oh my god! How did we oh. do on the list? First of all, the people in the Reader's Choice Awards portion. So the way they do the Orlando Food Awards, the Orlando Dining Awards, excuse me, is there's multiple lists. There's a Critics' Choice Part One and Two, and there's a Reader's Choice, and there's a couple other things. Do you know who has the best barbecue in Orlando according to the readers? Uh. What's that guy? Bodacious pig? No. Bubba? No, no, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Um, Sonny's Barbecue. <laughs> Guess who's number two? Four Rivers. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. It, that's a barbecue place. Sonny's is Pink, not. Pig Floyd's Urban Barbacoa is third place. Mm. I, Sonny's Barbecue? Best beer selection, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. I've never been there. World of Beer, it's got a good select. Raglan Road, oh my God. It's just it's just ridiculous. Is Ravello or Kappa on there at all? I have not seen Wolfgang Ravello. on there. I've not seen Wolfgang. Uh, the best the best chefs, uh, Victorian Alberts is on there. Okay. Uh, the one that kills me is I'm their... surprised because, uh, you know, they've had... Uh, change of chefs there. The one that kills me is there's a uh, the restaurant at the B Resort is on the list. What? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Wait a minute. They, the executive chef that opened that is gone. Gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, they flipped from being a barbecue place to being something else. Yeah, the American or something. Yeah, the American Grill. Yeah, or American Kitchen. Yeah, something. Like yeah, that. I've not been there yet. Man, whoever put this list together, they love freaking Raglan Road. Uh, you can look for yourself, guys. Orlando and Magazine. the chef, uh, what's his name, left there. Uh -huh. um, oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, the executive chef at the boathouse, I think, moved to Raglan. And boathouse yeah. got a new executive chef, if I remember correctly. James, if you're listening, you can... This list is god-awful. Guys, go to OrlandoMagazine.com and look this up for yourself. This is just... Yeah. I didn't this, I didn't vote this, this year. I was like, eh, I'm tired of supporting my... You should have voted, man. This is just... <laughs> this is awful. All right. Note to self, next year when that comes around, continue my voting campaign for the restaurants please, I like. Please do. You let them down, man. You yeah. let them down hard. There was another one. Orlando Weekly did a uh, pizza bracket. Of pizza places. Yeah. And the two that were like battling for number one, that they didn't announce the winning. I'm like, that's okay, but not great. Best view. California Grill. Number three, Canvas. Number two, Kappa. Okay. And then number one was Hillstone in Winter Park. I haven't been there. Unbelievable. The Wine Room won over Wine Bar George. I can see that. Okay. Un unbelievable. I mean, you uh, these people are just... It's the public that voted, John. <laughs> not for the critics part. They didn't. Oh. Well, that's, they just have uh, poor taste. <laughs> They've I been doing I it for too long. They, they're starting to believe their own press. All right, let's go back to the Disney news. We're putting people to sleep. All right. Um, D23 
is going to be hosting the Halloween Hullabaloo with virtual masquerade and so much more. It's almost that spooky time of year. And D23, the official Disney fan club, is celebrating with D23 Halloween Hullabaloo. This year will mark D23, for D23's first ever Halloween masquerade, a costume contest where con- contestants will compete for prizes in front of celebrity judges Ashley Eckstein and Yvette Nicole Brown. Woo! Hey, now. This year's category is All Things Disney, and costumes should be inspired by Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars, as well as the Disney parks. The grand prize winner will receive a $500 Disney gift card. Competition will be streamed October 31st on D23.com, Facebook, and YouTube. The frightful fun continues with the D23 Halloween Hullabaloo sweepstakes, where D23 members can enter for a chance to win a bundle of prizes. Each week of October will offer a new chance to enter. On September 28th on Shop Disney, D23 Gold and Gold family members will have the opportunity to purchase two collectible pins designed by artist Kevin Kidney. Uh, one of the I like his mansion, art. Yeah, one of the Ahonan Mansion's Hatbox Ghost and the other of Tinkerbell dressed as a witch. Each pin is offered as a limited edition of 1,750. In addition, for the first four weeks of October, D23 will share a new short-form video series featuring favorite films on Disney+, Plus, as well as behind-the-scenes extras. The D23 Halloween Masquerade Costume Contest will open photo entry at 12 a.m. Pacific on September 17th, 2020, and will close at 11.59 Pacific on October 1st. If chosen as a semifinalist, video entry will begin at 9 a.m. Pacific on October 13th and end at 9 a.m. Pacific on October 20th. You can find the official rules over d23.com. You can learn more as well about the Halloween Hello Blue. Go to d23.com for more. I should don my uh, buzz outfit. Yeah, that'll mask, that'll, gloves, that'll win. Sure. Yeah. Disney purchase mask, Disney purchase gloves. They'll love you. Yeah. I'm Why not? A, I'm a shield for the uh, Shop Disney store. That's right. Brother, I'm I'm ta- I'm not talking you out of this one. You should do it. <laughs> All right. Hey, Disneyland Paris shares some entertainment updates. Uh, select shows are now on hold. So Disneyland Paris has uh, shared a new update uh, related to their entertainment offerings and changes uh, made as a result of the COVID. Uh, based on a number of considerations, the resort has decided to hold on performances of both the Lion King Rhythms of the Pride Land, the stage show, and the Jungle Book Jive, uh, through original run dates. Uh, in addition, uh, the opening of the Disney Junior Dream Factory, a new indoor family show planned for Walt Disney Studios Park, is also delayed, and more updates on an opening date will be shared soon. Uh, the resort originally closed on March 14th and reopened on July 15th, making unprecedented closure nearly four months in length. Uh, for more information about current offerings, go to uh, their website, which is Disneyland Paris. At that. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, projection mapping tests have begun at Hong Kong Disneyland Castle. You know, that new, brand new, big, huge, ginormous castle. Yeah, the supersized castle. 
Right. As the park begins to prepares to reopen, projection mapping tests have begun on the newly reimagined Hong Kong Disneyland Castle. The Castle of Magical Dreams. 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 Uh, thanks to Hong Kong Disneyland Fantasy, uh, we have a glimpse of a projection mapping test on the Castle of Magic Dreams. 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 That we don't know exactly what Disney is playing in terms of Hong Kong Disneyland projection or fireworks show. Uh, since Disney, Shang, excuse me, since Shanghai Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Resort have been resuming their fireworks, and with Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World showing projections only on Cinderella Castle this holiday season. Oh, so they're doing projection mapping. Did I miss that in the news story? No, it was the headline. Uh, we're currently, Disney is current, uh, c- uh, certainly intrigued by future projection mapping in the new Castle of Magical Dreams. Dreams, dreams. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland's Castle of Magical Dreams is the newly reimagined centerpiece for the park after Disney first announced that Hong Kong Disneyland's Sleeping Beauty Castle would be getting a major makeover. Fans around the world have become excited to see the grand reveal. Construction barriers have been removed, and it looks as though the Disney... Uh, di- uh, when Disney finally tells the guards to open up the gates, I'm not going to say that. Guests may finally get to see the castle complete. Hong Kong Disneyland first reopened back in June after closing in January because of the pandemic. But in July, the park reclosed due to yet another outbreak. Now Disney prepares to re- reopen Hong Kong Disneyland once again. And through a re- reopening date has not yet been announced, work has been done at the park. Disney has begun testing fireworks at the theme park, and the company has also released advertisements to get future guests excited for the park to re- reopen the gates. Sweet. Nice. Uh we are having a lot of merchandise and success over at T Public, mm-hmm. uh, selling some masks and uh, cups and uh, cases and things like that. So you can visit us at uh, T Public. That's T E E Public dot com forward slash stores forward slash Disney hyphen parks hyphen podcast. Mm. Uh, and uh, we're bunch of they have site wide sales and things over there. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is if you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast, we have a survey. Uh, if you're a Patreon, you'll get a whole show about it. But we have a, uh, a survey, one question survey on uh, what would happen if Disney raised the price. How much are you willing to pay? And all you have to do is pick a number. And that, that's it. One question survey. So that's it. That's right. And we are not working for Disney's. We're just curious. Yeah. It's curiosity. Curiosity. Well, you know what happened to the cat. Yeah. Uh, Hey, if you would like to support what we do here and you want to help us uh, bring more content, (laughs) one of the best ways you can do that is go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. We have a ton of great uh, contributors over there uh, helping keep this show on the air. Uh, We have shows for Patreons at $5.00. And at $10, you get an additional show. And we have a $35 level where you get all three shows and you get a Disney by the numbers t-shirt sent directly to you. You don't have to do anything. Just get sent automatically that Vanna White is showing you over there if you were watching the video. Uh, So come check it out. Help us out and uh, support us and uh, help keep the show live on the air. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Disney Parks podcast. 
And we should mention, if you now pay annually, you can save 10%. That is accurate. All right. Hey, uh, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. First up, uh, Disney World here uh, is shifting their hours for Epcot. Uh, so beginning on November 27th, uh, Epcot is now going to open at noon. Wow. Noon. 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 Uh, I think they're uh, doing this because they want the parks to stay open a little bit later. And rather than making it a longer day of nobody there, they're just going to open later. Because I think what happens is everybody's going in the morning and leaving by noon. So now they're going to open at noon and make you stay till like 8 when it's dark mm. and they can do things at night. Mm. Uh, the Alani Resort uh, is now canceling reservations all the way through October 17th. So if you have a reservation uh, at Alani, uh, it is now being canceled all the way through October 17th. And I would highly recommend uh, getting a travel agent and using our friends over at uh, Disney uh, Destination to travel to do that. Let them take over that reservation for you. They can keep you up to date and do all that. Uh, Florida bars, I think it started today, are now allowed to uh, reopen at 50% capacity. Woohoo! So there you go. So drinking inside is now allowed. <laughs> at least 50% of the time. 50% more. 50% more. Uh, Disneyland canceled their 2020 uh, candlelight. The park's not open. You can't have it. Although that they do day. do it out front. They could have it and not told anybody and nobody would have known. <laughs> Just do it for video. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then Disneyland also canceled now hotel reservations through September 26th. So they're canceled all the way through then. So you know the park ain't opening until at least now the 27th, possibly. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World annual pass holders are now entitled to a 30% merchandise discount. And that starts September 15th through October 29th. Wow. So go run out to the parks and Disney Springs and gobble up the merchandise with a 30% discount. Now's a good time to get some of that Disney artwork you've been wanting. Or your Christmas shopping done early. Whatever. <laughs> um, this is interesting because uh, I think they did this last year too. Uh, I just think that the period's longer. And I still would like to figure out if somebody can tell us how to get your annual pass holder discount on shopdisney.com, please send me information. I need the 411. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Narcosis over at the Grand Flow is going to reopen on September 21st, so that's good. Maybe the NBA is giving that up as a place to eat. Uh, that's nice of them. Uh, and then Disney also confirmed that the new cruise ship, the Disney Wish, is delayed. <gasps> no! Yes, it's been delayed. Now, I don't know if that's because... They don't have a demand or an open cruise line. Or have the money to pay for the boat. Or the money to pay for the boat. Or 
the shipyard uh, people are not all back to work. So I don't I don't know what's causing that impact. Either way, it's probably all three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no money, no demand, and COVID at the shipyard. Yeah, let's just put a put a pin in that for right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably smart. Exactly. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for being a part of all the fun. And if you would like to join us, come find us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time at facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can find us there. You can hang out and chat. You can also find us uh, multiple places. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Instagram, all at Disney Parks Podcast. You can come check out our website at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find all of our friends uh, some sponsors, some great vendors that we're good friends with, like our friends over at Destinations to Travel. You can find them over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, fill out a little form over at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash letter D and the number two travel. And if you'd like to support the show, get some little behind the scenes, get a little bit more content for your week, you could go to Patreon.com forward slash DisneyParksPodcast and support the show. Uh, anything else, Uncle Tony? I got nothing. Well, it's been a great night, guys. Thanks for being a part. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 